This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Good evening or good late afternoon. Right. Welcome to Through the Nets, It's Bigger Than Basketball, Episode 10. We hey. have our ladies in the house and special guests. <laughs> and um, I'm Lakita Gantz. I'm Sonya Waters Thomas. Lauren Bailey. And I am Bay Bush. Bopper is on the way, and we're missing Tiff Terry, who's in Cuba. Yep, happy birthday. Oh, we miss her. Well, we need to be in Cuba. Then. Right, right. Sunshine, sunshine. Right. And Carl Heather. Dedrick. That's me. Oh, we got Mr. Dedrick in the house, and our guest of the evening, drum roll. Zeri Coleman. Bing, bing, bing. I can't believe it's the biggest game of Cash and Winston like. And we ain't even doing a radio show. I, I can't gonna believe that, man. We're going to say it one more time. We could have never predicted this under no Biggest game of Cash's life, man. And we ain't here doing a damn radio show. So, Can you so, believe that? So, so just we FYI, up, though. we, we right. watching the game. And we appreciate you still showed right. up for us. Yes. Right. Oh, I'm my. like, hold up. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it Cash was, is playing Duke tonight. <laughs> the biggest game. Exactly. The biggest game of his life. Man. So we apologize for all you basketball fans. Yeah. But if it's halftime. I know y'all watching. And if you're a U of M fan, you're definitely watching. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I have one thing to say. Please, please post the score so we can right. see. Yes. Keep us updated. Along with your comments, post the score. Viewers, y'all hear that? Post the score. All right. Why you shoot Michigan like that, man? Why you give them that body shot? I was man. just saying we got uh, we got viewers, though. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's cool. <laughs> Look, Michigan, Michigan. Uh, right I, I don't know us. why he wearing a Michigan hat. <laughs> he went to what school you went to? <laughs> Morgan, State. Morgan State. Now you got a Michigan. He just rolled with the M. He going with the M. He going with the M. Because that's roll with the M. HBCU. Exactly. Hey. Always coming in this Michigan <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> all right. All right. So, Mr. Coleman, can you please? Come on, man. Don't, don't, don't get like that with me. Come on, DC. All of us. Right, DC. Right. All of us go too far back for that. Right. I yes. know that's right. Um, can you just give us a little bit of background about mm. you for people who don't know? Um, just uh, especially our listeners, because remember yes. we're we're um giving information to people who need the information mm-hmm. and and necessarily don't always know who we bring on the show and why. Right, right, right. yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, where you want me to start? <laughs> uh, start where you like. Start. I'm start. Start at uh, as a teen. On yeah, so just give us your Detroit, Detroit background. Oh, oh, well, from, well, like coming me, up. Yeah, let me let me give you this. A lot of people really don't know, uh, you know, about me. I was born and raised in Mobile, Alabama. Oh wow! Yeah, I, think I knew mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. forgot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I used to come to Detroit every every summer. My mother worked here, you know, but it was time for me to go back to school. My grandmother would always, you know, send for me to come back to uh, to Mobile. And when I got 12, 13 years old, I moved actually moved to Detroit. First place that I stayed was on uh, Finkel and Fourier. Okay. You know. Um, That's a Cooley area. Yeah, I went to Cooley. Me. People oh. don't even understand that. I went to Cooley in the oh ninth, ninth grade. Wow. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to tap that bell. C-O-O-L-E-Y yeah. alumni 1995. Yes. Yeah. I went to Cooley wow. in, in the ninth grade. First um, PAL league team that I played on was me, Joe, 
um, and Tony Blankenship. They Tony, dad, yes. They dad coached us. Uh, Rufus Morton, which is wow. Poochie, played at Chassis. All of us was on. So I played football for Tony and Joe. <laughs> wow. Yes. I played for the Detroit Demolition three years. Yes. So those are, are my guys. And I went to uh, Cooley again in the ninth grade. And um, my mom moved back on 12th Street. Okay. And then I moved back, you know, with her and um, all my cousins. Everybody went to Northern High School. So right. Northern. In the, in the Northern. Grade. Yeah. Got Northern and, alums and, in the building. You know, I know. Sweet, sweet, red, and blue. Absolutely. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I'm jealous. We're, we're, we're Esky dogs. I don't know if Bay or Esky dog. Is she a Jayhawk? Yes, I don't know nobody. Jayhawk. Only Jayhawk I know is Kansas. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm so I don't know nothing about that. I think right we became Jayhawks, we went downhill. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, I mean, from there to, to Syracuse, you know, um, four years, you know, Kyle's going to the final four, you know, my uh, final game, actually, my, my freshman year and Keith Smart hitting the last shot, you know, to beat us, but uh, stayed in school all four years. And, um, good, good. Yeah, right, yeah. Good. You know, from there to the NBA, fifteen years, NBA. Hey. You know, yeah. <laughs> great career. Yes, it definitely. But you know, my passion and my heart has always been my city. Yes, you know, I agree. Always, you know, no, regardless of where That's I went, few in or between. What I, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> what I've done. I was just thinking about that today, ladies. You know, really, because um, like you said before, a lot of people don't know me because I don't do stuff to get praise, you know, for it. I wasn't raised that way. Amen. Because okay. well, you want to. Yeah, I was sitting there today <laughs> thinking about that. Like, you know what? Damn, your journey has been um, crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. from Mobile, Alabama to Detroit, you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, I got that country city swag. Yes. You know, but. Um, like most people from Michigan. Yeah, exactly. We all migrated. We all yeah. came mm-hmm. from my, yeah. my mother, Southern grandmother, roots. Alabama. My yes. grandmother, Alabama. That's what I'm saying, so, yeah. Uh, Kosciuszko, Mississippi in okay. the house. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, merger, better jobs, yeah, exactly. and opportunities for us. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, and I was just thinking about that. I, I think, you know, my family instilled that in me growing up. Like, we used to, have to get up and um, clean my uncle's car off before he went to uh, work. My uncle was a supervisor at Ford, so me and my cousins would always get up, clean his car off, shove the driveway so he can get out the driveway. Mm-hmm. But he would come outside, get ready to go to work, and he would make us shovel all our neighbors driveways mm. right. you know i'm talking about five o'clock in the morning before we you know school or anything so we out here shoveling the snow singing exactly teaching leadership and yep. we couldn't take any money yeah oh that's you know love of your neighbors right. serving yes. yeah serving serve your community yeah serve so still that's to this awesome. day though it's amazing that when the weather is bad when it's snowing or whatever my cousins and them still mm-hmm. shovels oh, wow. everybody's driveway on our block that's a blessing. so we started with shows i mean now we got snowmobiles and right. machines and stuff right. like that right. you know the cleanest clean the streets off but that's still what it's about it you know yeah definitely getting it that's done. awesome that is awesome um go ahead bay um who were some of you just talked about your uncle yes so I'm, I'm pretty sure that's one yes um, who was um some of the most influential voices in your life when you think back like right now from that youth first, era first and foremost my grandmother okay Ooh. yeah my grandma's my Our grandmother was the strongest man or woman I ever knew in my life. Nice. Mm-hmm. Because I watched her growing up 
you know and, and when you're a kid you know you observe stuff but you don't really know the meaning mm-hmm. of it at the time until you actually sit and reflect on it right eight of us in a three-bedroom house mm-hmm. my grandmama worked two jobs you know she worked for uh, bc rain high school in, in, in mobile and then she would come home change her clothes and she worked at this place called russo restaurant and uh, it was a seafood restaurant you know over the bay in, in mobile but she get home two, three o'clock in the morning. A lot of times we would wait up for her because she would bring us seafood home. I guess exactly. that's why I love seafood, you know, now to this, to this day. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to lay down, probably, you know, two, three hours and get right, right back, right back up get and right do it again. So my my influence and, and never took any shit from anybody. You know, you gotta understand my relationship growing up um, in the 70s in, in Alabama was still a bunch of racism. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, separation was still going on. I remember they used to lock us in the library on the last day of school as kids and let all the white kids go home first. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when I play, people understand that even with me with basketball, I didn't play organized and structured basketball until I was 13 years old. Mm. Yeah. I knew I that. grew up playing football and baseball my whole life. Because right. mm-hmm. my grandmother loved baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, so I used to watch the games with them. We would practice right across the street from uh, from our house, which I live on Viger Avenue. Viger High School is a high school right in front of our house. And then they moved it to this place called Alabama Village. Mm. And my uncle used to walk with me to go to practice. But they would chase us home every night, sick their dogs on us, everything. Wow. I mean, That's every horrible. night. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I experienced real racism. I ain't just talking about something <laughs> what somebody said or what somebody heard. Exactly. But I've seen my grandmother, like I said, not bow down to anybody. I've seen her snatch a white man out of the truck. Okay. You know, for, okay, for, calling, yeah, <laughs> yes. for calling her the N-word. Right. Right. You know? And this yeah. respect is everything. This though. is real important because our topic, which is leadership, mm-hmm. um, having a voice and advocating for mm-hmm. yourself, yes. sure. that comes from people who rear us. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I can say my grandmother definitely was influential in my life. I think yeah. like most of ours was. Mm-hmm. And un- unfortunately today, it's not like that. Well, they're 30, they 30 and 40 exactly. today, though. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's obvious when you sit down and have conversations with some that it's some, some type of knowledge is missing. You yes. can tell that that piece is missing. Yeah, some di- like it's a said, disconnect. Yes, yeah. we can actually say, yes, we got something from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I can sit up here and say, yes, we did. Everybody knew that you didn't mess with the Thomas kids. Just yeah. so happened, yep, it was the Thomas kids. From one block to the next. Just mm-hmm. so happened was East Side. They rolled through King. <laughs> but you knew not to mess with the Thomas kids. Right. And they already knew that she was packing. So right. it's just like, yeah. you know, what do you do? So let's <laughs> keep it packing. let's keep it real. You know, yeah. but it's a respect thing. So mm-hmm. she'll say, don't mess with mine because I'm not messing with yours. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But As yeah. we think about this, because we're, you know, how do we get these type of things to happen for our own children yes right yeah. you know where do we pull these voices from right that we had just automatically because that's how everyone thought well mm-hmm. well you know we have to do uh first and foremost you know we have to uh, uh give those people their roses now yes. you know so we have Absolutely. to pull them into all the relationships that we're trying to do you know and, and i say it all the time that it takes a village and no matter what we do Yes, and it takes all of us but you got to understand this too a lot of people they're not going to buy in because you know it's not genuine 
Exactly. Yep. Right. Not yep. from the exactly. heart. Right. Yep. I you agree. Know, everybody has something. their own, yeah, personal agenda about your vision. Mm-hmm. So we have to pull our resources and relationships together to really, you know, reach back to that next generation, you know. And, you know, we got to catch them at Cody age now. We can't yes. catch them in high school because our kids deal with so much stuff growing up just in their household alone. Yes. Right? You know what I'm saying? So we got to catch them at Cody's age and be able to, you know what, pull you into what we're talking about, getting you to understand, like, you know what, this basketball or this football-based sports in general right? just a path. Exactly. Somebody you know? said to me yeah. yesterday, the kids only know – what the coaches are teaching them. Thank you. Which is nothing. And that's what, and you know they get mad. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> okay. <There we> go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to hit that about five or six, seven, eight more times. Which is nothing. But that's and that's what people don't understand. As I see coaches yelling, screaming, going off on kids for not being able to do A, B, and C. But yeah. who are they reflection of? Thank of you. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. So in, you, in most cases. Yeah. So when you're talking about reflection, my grandmother, you know. My uncle Robert, you know, who who raised me, you know, been my father in my life. I don't know my father to this day. You know what I'm saying? Bothers me every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that goes for me all I'm the way back. Yeah, back you. to slavery, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I can't blame him. Right. And the right. crazy part is, is about, you know, you women, mm-hmm. y'all don't want to share that information. Like me and my mother still argues about mm-hmm. that to this day. And I keep telling her, it ain't about you. Yes. Amen. 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 I'm glad you even had... That you can actually speak about it because yeah. it is real. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it hit home for me, we my older sister, and it took years mm-hmm. for my mother to say, okay, this is it. Right. Here it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then next to you know, because the healing does not just start with that one, one individual. And then we have to start thinking about the kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we just took it upon ourselves to make sure that my sister was okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to this day, she has a relationship with her father because we did find him. Right. 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 That's, a, that's a blessing. Yeah, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you can actually speak about it. Right. And it's not an embarrassment because no. this shit is real. No, it right. is. It's, it's something that's real. real. But, yeah. but like you said, Sonia, you know, when you actually sit back and evaluate life. Mm-hmm. And, again, you have so much anger built up in yourself. Sure. You know, and a lot of people don't even know why the anger is built up in you. Mm-hmm. But and it's nothing school-wise or whatever have you. It's just like, you know what? I don't have a relationship with my father or I don't have a relationship with mm-hmm. my mother. Absolutely. I never forget, <clears throat> and me and Rick Mahorn talk about this all the time when I was playing in Jersey and Rick Mahorn was playing with us. We're in Houston, right? So we warming up, playing the ball up, you know. Ball boy walks on the basketball court and says, hey, D. I'm like, what up? He said, man, it's his, dad. it's his guy over here, man, says he's your father. He want to talk to you. But from all the anger yes, sure. built yes. up in me ever mm-hmm. since I was a kid growing sure. up, not knowing and not having that, yep. I never looked this way. Yep. Wow. Never looked. Rick Mahorn said, what do you say? I say, man, he said, my dad is over there. This guy said, he's my father. He's over there. He said, you going over there to see him? I'm like, nah, man, fuck him. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I'm feeling like, you have been a part of my life all this time. Why do I need you now? And why do I need you now? Yeah. And the other part, yeah. like you said, people not sharing information, information. and yeah. giving you a thought to be like that toward them. Mm-hmm. Right. Because my yeah. dad left when I was eight, but it was like, that's his fault, his yeah. loss. Right. But really now that I'm grown yeah, you see and it. he's deceased, right. I still think about exactly. what I didn't have mm-hmm. and I knew where it was at. But right. my pride wouldn't let me go. Let, there you go. Yeah. My that, pride wouldn't let me go yeah. see him. Right. Because I'm like, you had me. Why? Yeah. You know. Right. But that right. comes from, to me, my mother. Mm-hmm. Not teaching me that it's not about 
her yeah. and him and mm-hmm. what happened or what right. didn't happen. Yes. You know, it's, it's the relationship you, that, yeah, it was kids. about me. Yeah. yeah, and not only that, you got one or two things going to happen. Either you're going to carry it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or you're going to take in that wisdom and knowledge that you yeah. already have and right. make sure that you break that generational curse because it can actually happen. Exactly. It can continue and yes. it can continue. That's and that's what, what I, I learned. Right? That's what I've that's learned. Exactly, exactly what you just said. <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's exactly what, what yeah. I did. You know what I'm saying? Where does we, we break the chains at? Sure. Right. So again, when I get to reflecting myself, I'm like, Okay, I mean, this didn't just start. Right, know? right. We brung over here in chains. Right, right. We're Absolutely. separated at birth. Right. You know, as soon as we get on the block, hey, my girlfriend, my sister, whoever going this way, my son, my daughter, my aunt, my uncle going this way. Right. So, I mean, just all of us, shit, we all connected in Absolutely. some way or form. Yes. You know? So Absolutely. it's deeper than that for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, okay, this starts going all the way back to slavery. Yes. You know, the dissension and the breaking up of the family structure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's deeper than that. All right, babe, you ready? Come on Nick? with it, baby. What's happening? <laughs> All, <right. laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so I'm gonna start here. Being that you're a Detroit public school graduate. Yes, Northern High, Class yes. 86. Hey. Yeah. City champs. You know okay, what I'm then. Don't be yeah. bragging. Yeah. You know? Be bragging. This is what I do. City you know? yeah. Brag about it. Yeah. Come on with it. Um, looking at the district now, what has changed? Nothing. And if they, <laughs> do, do you think it'll ever get back on track? No. And how can it be done? Uh, the structure is messed up from the beginning. Mm. You know, um, and I, I'm just not talking about sports. Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Rockefeller? The one who actually started public school systems. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the structure, you know what I'm saying, is, is messed up, you know, from the beginning when you're talking about D- we're. I'm a proud DPS alumni. You're proud, you know, love it DPS. Because you know what I'm saying? It taught me so much, you know, growing, growing up here in the city, and I've seen so much, I've learned so much, but... When it comes to, you know, our babies, I really just sit back and just like, you know what? I really don't think, you know, they care. I agree. You know, I, I think agree. it's all just a numbers game, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. with them because you have a lot of powerful, influential people here in the city of Detroit. Right. And they don't reach out to them mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make things happen, you know, in, in the city. And when, and when talk, the people reach out to them, oh, they push man. back. It's roadblocks. Yep. It's roadblocks. Yep. So, again, you know. When you talk about DPS, when we were going through the whole uh, recession situation with them, right. Miss Applin called me. Now, Miss Applin been in the school system, I mean, forever. Yes. Her and Davida Colbert, mm-hmm. yes. they called me. It's like, look, we want to change this uh, this athletic situation around here in Detroit. And Derek, you know, we need your help. So I said, okay, Miss Applin, you know, went, sat, we met, we talked and whatever. And for me, I told, I said, only way we're going to make change, you know, is we have to erase all the nonsense that's been going on in DPS. Mm -hmm. I said, DPS is a billion-dollar industry Mm -hmm. if it's ran right. Because regardless of what they say about our kids, our kids are the shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Amen. We're the shit. Regardless, and I tell them that all the time. Never enter into a situation of building or anything, and y'all got y'all heads down. Y'all wear that with pride, man. Yes, right. yes. You know. So when I was down there, you know, um, she was like, "Okay, Derek, what are we gonna do?" I said, "Well, you know what? Let's do DPS tournaments. You know, let's do our own tournaments and everything." We did at Renaissance School. You know, we had all the teams come in and everything. I mean, we fed all the kids. I mean, the, the whole nine. Right. 
So I'm standing on the basketball court, and one of the kids come and get me, like, Derek, Miss Applin uh, wants you. So I walk back, you know, she's in one of the offices. I'm like, hey, Miss Applin, what's going on? She's like, baby, um, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen that much money in my life. Mm. I say, huh? And she bagged away from the table. Mm. And I'm like, okay, all right, what you want? Right. You know? She's like, I don't know what to do with it. Wow. I said, what you mean you don't know what to do with it? She said, I don't know what to do with it. I said, give it here, Ms. Ablin. So she gave it to me. I stuck it in my suit coat. She like, where you going? I said, I'm going back to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> this normal, baby. She like, huh? I said, don't nobody know I got this much money in my pocket but me and you? Exactly. Right? Exactly. So when we get to the office the next day, I bring the money into the office and show everybody in charge of DPS. Don't tell me what. We can't do right. in this city mm -hmm. if it's ran right. Exactly. Right. You know, so a lot of times for me, Bay is just like they don't want change. You yeah. know, it's all been a cycle where okay, you then destroyed the inner city when you talk about our schools. I mean, kids busting the school. You know, I mean, the schools I have in my neighborhood now, um, and I'm over on 12th Street, um, Thurkle. Mm -hmm. One Thurkle. elementary Thurkle. school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I grew up, it was Crosman, Hutchinson. Um, what was the other middle school? It was like five middle schools there before you even got to the high school. So the high schools was Northwestern, Central, Northern, mm -hmm. you know, in that area. So that were all feeder systems. I system. had 3,500 oh. students in my high school yeah, at Redford High School. Yeah, yeah Drew Elementary was, was over there too. Mm -hmm. You know, we have one elementary school in our, in our neighborhood. So for me, it's all, you know, by design. I don't really think they won't change mm -hmm. in what we're doing. I mean, I know it's a big district and you have to, um, you know, spread i would say the love out a lot but for me a lot of times only cas gets his love amen you know yeah. that's true that's i just saw something the other day with cas cas has a lacrosse team so if one dps school has lacrosse all team, should have all, lacrosse. Lacrosse. all of them don't have a lacrosse and team. wrestling and wrestling right. yes mm -hmm. so because yeah. again those are scholarship opportunities for our kids to get to go to school exactly yes exactly so with that man said um have have DPS because you are a graduate of DPS. Have they ever reached out for engagement or a partnership with you? <laughs> <laughs> I've had conversations with Dr. Vidi. I mean, on a few occasions, we've talked about you know some partnerships and doing some things. Has anything materialized? No, mm. it well, has. I'm curious. What what is the what's the feedback? So if you having a conversation with him, is he just listening and nothing is happening? Or well, I've sent information. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, the, the texts or the emails, hey, man, you know, I got it. I'm going to take a look at it. I'm going to get back with you, you know. So, mm -hmm. and I just leave it at that. One thing that I've learned in my lifetime is that, you know what, regardless of what we all do mm -hmm. right, and the resources that don't come to sure. help us do it, right. that ball keeps bouncing. That's yeah. true. So we yeah. always take the time out to make it happen regardless right. of what it is. Right. So eventually, hey, maybe they will come around to it. If they don't, we're going to still keep doing, you know, doing what we're doing. Right. You know, and we change lives on our own. All day yes. long, which yeah. leads to, I guess, this question. What is your mission right now dealing with children? Um, I, you could explain all the things that you have going on because I don't want to say it. You, you, <laughs> well, you, you know, um, when you when they talk about kids, again, you know, when I look at kids, I see myself. Me so too. 
Yes, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> so, so what really is our purpose here if we don't share the knowledge and the information that we've learned, right. the good and the bad, right. yes. Yes. over the course of time, yeah. all our life experiences, right. mm-hmm. you know, from sports, from dealing with uh, family situations sure. to everything, you know. And I see myself in, in doing that. So I just try more than anything to share that knowledge you know, with kids, and what's the best way to share the knowledge with them is through sports. Amen. It's something that I love doing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, myself. And that's the, just the carrot, you know what I'm saying, that I dangle. Mm-hmm. I got your attention. I ain't worried about basketball. I can do that in my sleep. Right. I know that's you know what I'm right. Saying? But how, how's your family structure at home? You know what I'm saying? What's going on, man? Hey, 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 you need a haircut today, bro. Mm-hmm. What's going mm-hmm. on, huh? Right. Hey, what, what you going with them sagging jeans on? What's sagging? <laughs> Exactly. You know, so and it's still, I, it's still, it's right back at the same thing. It's building relationships with our kids. Yes. yes. Once you have that, you got their trust. Th- that's it. And mm-hmm. you can say anything. Right. And you can get them to do just about anything mm-hmm. that you want them to do for their benefit. When mm-hmm. kids understand that, at least adults, yeah. then we own to something. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you got to understand too, though. You know, our kids have been let down so much. Yeah. They yeah. Have. Disappointment. Period. Disappointment. Yeah. All the time. So. It's hard just for a kid right off the bat to trust you. Absolutely. You know, because he's been disappointed, you know what I'm saying, his whole life, all the promises, sure. you know what I'm saying. So, again, you know, with, with the Summer League, that really gives me an opportunity. Okay, I got eight weeks, you know, right. to know every kid, you know what I'm saying, in this gym. You know, so a lot of those kids there, you know, they don't know who I am. I don't care. Right. You know, but – your uncle, your mama, your aunt, whoever brung you in this gym, like, uh-huh. hey, man, do y'all know who that is sitting over there? Mm-hmm. You know? And I never share that part, you know, with them. They'll come over later on and be like, damn, man, you dunked on Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, yo, I dunked on everybody. I know that's right. Hey. But, again, that, see, that's breaking the ice. That's the yes, wall, sure. you know yes. what I'm saying, with our kids, you yes. know? So over that that period of time, I mean, I get to know every kid in, in, in that gym, right? You know, over eight week time. So talk about DC Elite, well, um, Team Michigan. Yes. So so DC Elite is something that um, I was actually Cash is playing the biggest game of his life right now. What's the score? Somebody post it, please. What is it? Was forty three, forty two, fifteen minutes left. But that was that was. What you got? Come on, what you got? MSU. Okay, all right. Cash is playing the biggest game. G Black, I know you watching. Post that score, Glenn Blackwell. Yeah. We need the score, guys. So I was actually at the final four, and I went to a coach's meeting. Okay. You know, and they were talking about where kids were going to school at. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago, L.A., whatever. So when they got to Detroit, we probably had about five or six guys that was going high D1 majors. Mm-hmm. You know, your Syracuse, your Michigan State, mm-hmm. your Michigan, whatever. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. That's a score, too. You know, like, okay, I graduated high school, you know, in 86. It was 40 of us mm-hmm. just Easy. from the city of Detroit. And right. that's one of my questions, which you know? you're answering. How do you feel about, like, like go ahead, keep going. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nah, 40 to 7. Now. 7 now. Wow. 40 so back you, when you yeah, play. And that's what I was sitting at home today trying to figure out. I'm watching the tournament. I'm like, hey, Where are I don't see no Detroit representation from the, of right. kids from Detroit but Cash. But Cash. You know, the kid um, on Purdue, the, the right. big fellow on Purdue. Exactly. They said Henry Ford Academy. I'm yes. Like, well, yeah. Yes. That's, a, that's the big kid that was yeah, I can't um, think of his name. playing at Hype. 
all the yeah. okay so ago, was he two was years ago the, the biggest Henry Ford Academy in Dearborn no, or no in downtown right, okay, so yes. right, right by right. the hospital yes. yeah. so how we missed that that's what I I'm didn't. saying I know he but he didn't because, leave because again we yeah. missed it because everything is scattered name changes I don't know what schools are schools anymore yes. okay yes. it's That's always true. a second name yes. you, ask, you know yeah, you absolutely oh, the right. old Cooley you know what I'm saying the right. old you Noah. see because I was confused and actually like, that school one? now is under the UPA umbrella yes it right. is, is. yeah I yeah. just learned so, that last week yes. so, so you know again and Trevino Williams I'm always looking Trevino at that Trevino Williams is his name okay thank yes. you Philip. thank you appreciate that <laughs> But Cassius is playing the biggest game of his life right now. <laughs> so, so that's what made me really create DC Elite. When I got home, I said, okay, what can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I called Ron Wash- uh, uh, Sam Washington at uh, St. Cecilia. Right. And I said, Sam, I got an idea. I said, I don't want to interrupt what you're doing. I said, I want to start this league, you know, at high schools, but I want to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then kids still have Saturdays and Sundays to play at St. Cecilia. So now we got we're getting five times to play basketball. Right, yeah. right, right. And I started the first year. I probably had 15, 20 teams, mm-hmm. and it just grew. Yes, you know. And now we're up to fifty teams. You know. Yes. And last year we actually Blessing. got a chance to um, bring the girls' teams in. Nice. You know. So <laughs> this year we're going to have girls and boys. You know, playing. But again, the basketball. Right. You know, pulling all these relationships and resources that we have together with the basketball, but also being able to educate. So I'm sitting there watching the kids play and it might even been Cassius, you know, I'm like, yo, what you doing, man? You ain't playing like yourself today, you know? And I ain't had nothing to eat, you know, I'm hungry coach. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there like, I wonder how many other kids walking in this gym ain't ate Mm -hmm. anything today Mm -hmm. out here playing basketball on an empty stomach. So in school, you're going to get breakfast. You're going to get lunch. You're going to have to figure dinner out. Mm -hmm. Summertime, there's no nutrition. Right. Mm. You know? So light bulb goes off my head. I call my guys at Sam's Club. Hey, man, I need y'all help. What you need, D? I'm having these issues with with these kids over here. We got to get some nutrition. You know what What you need? I need some water. I need Gatorades. I need granola bars. You know what I'm saying? I need fruit or whatever. No problem. Come and get it. So every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we got food from Sam's Club. So we were bagging it up. And um, Dave Egger, who runs the uh, Ralph Wilson Foundation here, they had a um, uh, a symposium about why kids wasn't playing sports anymore. And he had me come and speak in Hamtramck, you know. And Dave is a guy from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grew up playing basketball, you know, and getting beat up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To one of the St. Louis was rough. Yeah. It still yeah. is. To East St. Louis. Yeah. East St. Louis. Down, of, down, baby. One of the guys, one of his teammates was like, hey, man, don't mess with him no more. He cool. I know he a white boy, but he a cool white boy. He said he never got messed with after that nice yeah. basketball, basketball bringing you together exactly so i went and spoke you know about why our kids weren't playing sports who we know is not a safe environment you okay. know for us for so, one so safety yeah you know because and where yeah yeah well where? first of all it should be the closing of all our recreation Every, centers mm-hmm. right. let's start there yes. first yes. right yeah so yes. closing of by the design so yeah by design yeah. exactly so why is it that every time there's a budget to be cut it's, it's some dealing with kids, you know. That's the first thing that they cut. So the closing of all it's our more recreation specifically centers, sports. Well, sport, yeah. they come out of the schools, mm-hmm. they take away the sporting activities. They might yes. still have art, mm-hmm. right? They might yeah. still have ceramic. Mm-hmm. They might still have music, but they'll take mm-hmm. the sporting aspect out of it, right? right. And yes. typically, 
let's keep it 100. Mm-hmm. Who's participating in the sports? Our black kids. African-Americans. Right? Yeah. Yes. Right? First yeah. thing to go. Then they shut down the recreation centers. Yes. Now our kids just run in the streets, idle time. Okay, well, you know. And then we're we on that, the devil's playground. Yeah, that's that, that's that's <laughs> exactly. the number they're trying to get you to get. Sure, mm-hmm. right. Again, yeah. but you got to get our kids to understand that, you know, mm-hmm. and telling them that, hey, Hey man, they shutting all our schools down, all our recreation centers, but they steady building prisons. Yeah. What is that? T- what is that telling y'all? Mm-hmm. That's what y'all got to understand. We got to change you know? that pipeline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just want to hear more about because um, you talked about Cassius, and I know when I think about Cassius, I mm-hmm. think about him being a leader yes. on and off the court. So can you just talk about? Give us some examples of when you're working with some of your students, mm-hmm. and in, you know, through your DC Elite, um, through the league. Can you just talk about some examples of students that you've worked with where you see that leadership potential in them? How do you pull that out of them? And how do you yes. yeah. give them the confidence to know, you know what, right. I see something in you that you may not yes. see in yourself. So yes. h- how do we do that? It's like, just, how do we it's just really idle, help our yeah. students with Well, it's that? idle conversation all the time. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times that you can't, like, I hate going to speak at career days. You know, because for one, I always want to go last because I just like to hear what everybody else got to say. Right. And you find yourself always being on the stage anyway. Right. And you're dictating. You're pointing down. Yeah, you should stay in school. You should, da, 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 you know, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, them kids and tuned you out already. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because for you to sit there and say that, you don't know what those kids are dealing with. Amen. Right? Amen. You know, I see it every day. And like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, man, you don't know why I'm coming to school late. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to make sure my sisters and brothers is up. I got to mm-hmm. walk to the bus stop, make sure, sure I get the bus. Then I got to get to school. Right. Or I live with somebody, a step parent, and yeah. his children, and he treat them better, and he always tell oh, me I'm man. the stepchild. Yeah, or I, I, yeah. I was over my friend's house yesterday. I don't know where I'm going to be at mm-hmm. tomorrow. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm all over the place. Yeah. Or... I don't have any clean clothes. Yes. Clothes yeah. Yes. Well, the, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because you know what? You know what? And I'm going to get back to that. Yeah, but yeah. just what you just said, right? So I'm sitting in, in the board meetings when they're talking about redoing and building all these new schools, right? Put a and laundry said, facility in the boys. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I, I told I said, look, let me explain something. I mean, this shit is not rocket science. Right? I know that's right. Right? Building a brand new school is not going to make kids come to school. No. We might come once just to see, oh, okay. What it look like. Yeah, yeah. that's what's up. <laughs> but the issue that you're talking about, having clean clothes and coming to school. So I told them, won't y'all build dormitories and laundromats onto these schools? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because our kids need that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And I didn't know we had so many kids that were homeless. Yes. That is yes. a huge, huge. issue yes. in the city of Detroit. Starting at a little older than Cody. Yeah. Yes. So I'm, <laughs> I'm over at Montfort one day. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing out there talking to Coach Jack. And I see like four vans pull up. It's, it's like, you know, six, seven o'clock in the morning. I went over there early. And I'm like, Jack, where are all these kids coming from? It's like, man, they coming from shelters, bro. I say, what? Yeah. <laughs> Because you, like, you were yeah. in disbelief. Yeah, I was in disbelief, but again, the drive. Mm-hmm. Still, I rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm staying in the shelter, but I'm still trying to get an education. Right, I'm yep. still trying to better myself. Right. So back to what you were saying is that you know we got to spend more time with our with our kids. Yes. And you know one thing about Cash is that separates him from a lot of the other kids is that. He got a mom and a dad at home yes. in the household. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, he's been raised and disciplined, you know, the right way. But a lot of us are, are less fortunate in that. Like, even for myself, you know, if I didn't have my uncle and my I feared my uncle. Not in the sense mm-hmm. that, you know, well, he would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think people understand that fear, though. Yeah. Right? And I tell my kids all the time because I'm like, I'm ne- I've never in my life received a whooping. 
but I didn't need it. Exactly. Yeah. Because right. exactly. the look is what would have killed me. Right. Well, even so the way I they call your name, you'd be like, oh, there yeah. was a couple of ends in that. You'd be like, oh, yeah. listen, I didn't yeah. do nothing. I was, right. just, I was just talking about this middle school. My like my friends skipped school in middle school. I, my, my stepdaddy would have killed, killed me. Yes. It yeah. wasn't a thought that went across yeah. my head to do nothing right. to get him on my tail. Yeah. Crazy, like yeah. no. I ain't want to do nothing. I, yeah, I don't want like, you to holler yeah. at me. I don't want you to touch me. I ain't, I didn't want none of it. Trust me, I'm on <laughs> yeah. this straight and narrow. Trust me when I tell you. But you know, fear is good. It, it is. is. It is absolutely. It, it is. is. Yeah. So without my uncle, I see my uncle whoop my cousins one time. You know what I'm saying? I just knew I was in trouble with them too. And for some reason, just what you said, babe. Like my uncle never told me no. Mm. He never, you know, whooped me. He was screaming and, and holler at me, mm-hmm. but he never like, hey boy. But I seen them whoop my cousins one time, and I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> you, you over there doing the dance? He no smoke. And, and, and my grandmother no smoke. is his sister. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So my grandmama was like, anytime my grandmama called you by your middle name, mm. come here, mm. Derek Demetrius. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Come here, Dennis Elwood, Julie Lynn. Anytime she call you by your middle name, Deborah Ann, yeah. Yeah. Sarah Delphine, she you call you. Me. Yeah, I remember it now, boy. Hey, it's a, it's on, <laughs> yeah. But that was it. We just got to spend more time, you yeah. know what I'm saying, with, with our kids, and then get them to actually Practice understand, stuff. you yeah. know, confidence. Yeah, pra- just like you said mm-hmm. before, we got to build confidence mm-hmm. in and our children again. And and, I tell them all the time. And you have to get them to do stuff. Like yeah. you have to make them do stuff. So I'm because you're talking. I mean, being a teacher. Yes. And right. like you have to make them get up. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about your own kids now in the house. Mm-hmm. Recite their recite their speeches. Read back and forth to yes. you. Answer question and you know Q and A. These are the things that teaches them how to speak mm-hmm. and speak sure. in front of mm-hmm. people and have that confidence. But mm-hmm. I do witness a lot of people who don't share that with their kids that yes. they love dearly. I know yeah. people who love their kids dearly mm-hmm. and their kids hardly talk. Yeah. And that's to me the teaching them to advocate, make them right. talk, yeah. make them speak to everybody in the room, mm-hmm. make them hold a conversation, say how you doing, yes sir, yes ma'am, go up yeah. there and tell such such thank you. Right. Yeah. All of those but things. You can love your kid and still that same person that's loving their kid, they still don't know that. No, that's what it's, I said. It's I'm saying that. Them. So I it's hard for them to even try to teach their kids something. Or, or I, even I, have I feel, someone to try to instill something to them because a lot of people don't want nobody to say nothing to their kids regardless of and right that's or the, wrong. And that's, and that's the, the problem. problem. Yes. That's the problem. Or or you can be the parent that talk that talks for your kid all the time. Handicapping. Yes. Handicapping. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to speak to at least one thing. I think if nothing else, of parents, we need to better understand what constructive criticism is and what criticism is. Mm -hmm. You can't constantly um, shoot out criticism Mm -hmm. because our children's minds, especially these days, are so fragile. So a lot of times they're only going to remember the negative, the wrong, yep. the, the wrong thing yep. that they've done, <laughs> opposed to you know teaching them something right. So I right. say end on the positive note. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I had to explain to my son what what's the difference between criticism mm-hmm. and constructive criticism. And delivery is everything, right? Mm-hmm. I say sometimes you have to remove the tone, but listen yeah. to the message, yes. right? right? Mm-hmm. And I just want to add to that. Can you guys hear me? Yes. <laughs> I know I don't have headphones on. Um, so I appreciate that because I know for me. I was really hard on my sons like so they would bring home like A's and B's mm-hmm. but then I would only focus on but what about this C yes, like you know yes. mm-hmm. instead of saying great job okay but also you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. almost yeah. like that sandwich approach so, yes yeah. great job but love to see the A's <laughs> B's 
let's talk about the seat. Right. And then, by the way, I'm proud of you, son. You mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. I mean, even for me, like, this year has been a learning experience for me because I'm like, okay, I've been so negative and so hard on them. And they're starting to rebel. You know, yeah. they've had moments where they rebel. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, I got to change it up because I'm not effective right now. And so when you talk about effective parenting, right. that criticism is key. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, when you get feedback, you know, it needs to be helpful. Mm-hmm. So, and if it's not helpful and if it's not in a way that's really going to benefit them, they're just going to tune it out. Yeah. Yep. Right. All together. Yeah. Absolutely. That's well, why I know. love all day, every day, because I know my criticism is a mother sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I know that, though. But, you know, I, I mean, he'll tell you, like, man, you, he's like, mama, I love you. You get on my nerves. He tell right, him, you right. get on my nerves, yeah, yeah. but I love you, because he mm-hmm. know that it's coming from a good place. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's the same thing with the kids we talk about we see all the time. But, I you mean, know? me, you as, as mothers, you have to be. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I tell parents this all the time, and a lot of times, you know, in sports, you run into a lot of women, mm-hmm. you know, all the time, and I yes. st- and I tell them that. I'm like, <laughs> Don't look. you laughing at this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, you know, I'm saying sometimes, mom, you know, you just got to take your titty out of his mouth. Okay. Yes. You know, yes. you got to let him grow up on his own. And I think especially. we all go through that, even yeah. even sure. to me. For me, I think I'm like a father sort of, but I still, yeah. you know, have to let. Him be yeah, gotta let him take his bumps and yeah. bruises. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His, his criticisms and everything, and especially when you find a genuine coach that really cares, you know, mm-hmm. about kids. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because regardless of the fact, no matter you know us growing up and being young men, and I and I always look back at it, you know, with my grandmother. I think she just got to the point where you know what. Yeah, I'm whooping this boy's ass, but he. It's in effect. Yeah, it's in effect. <laughs> exactly. I, I need I I need a, a man in his life, mm-hmm. you know, and she here enters my uncle, her brother, you know, yeah. yeah, and like I said, I saw him whoop my cousin's bed. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and I think I think it's a special um, gift for a woman, or I don't know if the word is right, gift, but for you to understand as a woman. When you are a single parent, yes. that you do need to find the males mm-hmm. to teach your son that's what he, he yeah. needs. Yeah. To, um, so that yeah, that's me. So I'm gonna say maybe two years ago, I don't know where we were at, but it started with football. A couple coaches was telling me like, "You need to back off," and I'm like, Mm-mm. Well, "Who the hell <laughs> no. are you?" You know. Right. But yes. they were telling me that, and then I at home, I got home, and I'm like, "Okay, well maybe I do." So I'm like, "Well, whatever." And then, I don't know if Chauncey went up to King to practice or something with King. You know, he wasn't going to King, and the coach told me there, like, okay, wait a minute. I'm like, shit. Like, okay, wait. Wait, maybe I do. Because I trust him more than I trusted that coach before. Right, Right. yeah. But then reality hit me when he was playing with Team Michigan. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even talk about Team Michigan, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) He was playing with DC, and Chauncey had a he he he's he's he was spoiled like a spoiled ass kid. Yeah, Chauncey and spoiled he by look, everybody. Yeah, and yeah. he would look. So like, is Xavier. And he, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ding, yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Keep bringing it. So they have a habit of looking over at their parents. <laughs> I know Chauncey did yeah. because yeah. he wanted me to say something. And I used to say something, <laughs> but. I remember the exact day. <laughs> I'll never forget. But he was at Noble. I don't know where I was at. I had to go pick up somebody else. And he came late. Gas was tight. I'm like, you <laughs> ride with them. I'll meet late. you at the school. 
And when I got there, I kept thinking, like, well, where they at? Because uh, Dave's dad said he was coming. But I already knew, like, his little nigga better get here. <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking of myself. But anyways, I'm in there. They came really late. <laughs> I mean, like, really late. And I'm like, oh, my God. He gave Chauncey the business. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was in there trying to hold back the tears. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> But guess what? We walked out. I mean, Chauncey was pissed. He probably was crying. He like, I ain't coming back. I'm like, I'm like, you coming back? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny because I said when he said I ain't coming back because I was about to cry. I didn't want him to see me cry. But when he said I ain't coming back, I sucked that shit up like nigga, you are. Like right. who you think you are? Like right. you don't make so these decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so you ain't grown. Yeah. So we and you ain't drive because if you was driving, your body would have been here on time. Right. So then he said we get in the car. He like you just gonna let. Everybody just get to tell me what to do. I'm like, you damn right. Because yeah. I can't, I'm only your mama. Mm-hmm. And I've done, this. we had this conversation in Mumford parking lot. I've done all I can do for you, son. Right. Mm-hmm. All I can do is push you and encourage you. Right. That's it. Yep. I cannot teach you how to be a man. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm putting you around all these different men that right. I respect, that you respect for sure, right. that's yep. going to teach you. Because we don't have it. Exactly. My dad's gone. Yeah. You know, my yeah. brothers are spoiled as hell too. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, my brother-in-law, my nephews, but... Uh-uh, no. And, and he wasn't late again. He showed up. <laughs> and, right. It's so funny because he would come He would come home and he would say certain things, and I'm like, he getting it. He getting yes. it. So it helped me. Like, it yeah. helped Chauncey, me backing off, you know, and allowing him to take his bumps and bruises has mm-hmm. helped him mature. And yeah. then sending him over to King, like, that, Coach Ward don't care about none of that. Right. And, yeah. he, he, and I don't say anything. I try to stay away, you know, like I try to just stay away and don't even be, you know, around until game time, you know, right, but right. he don't play. He yeah. called me one day like, well, did you tell coach this? How he know this? It's <laughs> Chauncey now. Who are you talking to? First of all, like, well, why he did you He might be advocating it? for himself a little bit right. too much. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, but he needs that because yeah. I did recognize that I can't do it. I can't, I cannot Y'all teach can't him how to be it. a man. Yeah. No. It's, it's, and it's okay. That's the yeah. thing. We yeah. need to understand that it's okay because yeah. it can be overwhelming. It is. Yes. With both parents in the house, it can be overwhelming because no, right. I don't know one parent. That do not want the best for their kid. Right. Amen. Yeah. Unless they absolutely is not in their right frame of mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and it, that's just the way it is. We always want better, yes. better for our kids than what right. we had. And Definitely. our shit wasn't all that bad. Right. right. No, when you think no, about it. Not, you know? at all. not at all. We yeah. had great times. Sure, I mean, absolutely. We, we had unity. You yes. know what I'm saying? And all that's just like, you know, went out went out the door. But again, teaching young, young men how to be men, you know, that's what Team Michigan really is. Oh and, um, you know, the, the NBA started this uh, junior mm-hmm. NBA world tournament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I, I want to get in that. I want to be a part of that. And we all grew up playing for Team Michigan. Amen. You know, I since, since right, since Rocky. 1970. Yeah, yeah, Coach Rock. Six, and Glove. Hold on and one Glover. second. 63-59 yes. MSU. Okay. okay, y'all got me in here doing a radio <laughs> show and trying some biggest game of his life. <laughs> What's the time? Right. right. How much What's time left? Time? How much time left, guys? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, I wanted to get kids. I wanted to get Detroit kids. You know, mm-hmm. kids, uh, and really just to create the exposure. You know, for them, anything to put them on the world stage. Because we a, need that again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, at, at, yes. at an early age, you know. So I went around all last summer just. Like, really scouting kids, you know, sitting in the gyms, talking to a lot of the coaches that I know. Man, this kid is good. This kid – but, you know. Talk, yeah, talk talk about – What? Talk, no, talk about as you're doing that mm-hmm. because your whole goal was to help the kids 
in Michigan Always. get back to that stage, to back right? To that stage. Yeah. How difficult is it to try and get people who feel they have ownership <laughs> over these kids? <laughs> And they oh. tell parents, oh, don't let your kid go over there. Oh. Th- this kid going to play with me. Yeah. And so how did that <laughs> work out? Or just give me some feedback because I don't think parents understand. No loyalty. But, but, but loyalty, my thing is this. When you want to put your kid in the best situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody tell my kid that he got to stay one place. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's my thing. Yeah. And no one has a contract with my kid. Right. Therefore, he don't have to play with anybody yeah. who ain't paying him. Right. As yeah. a as a rule. That's what I'm saying. Right. But they, they give this information, this well, false information he, to parents. It, well, I mean, again, you know, a lot of the guys do it. It's, it's a hustle. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the bottom line. You know, yeah. sports is a billion-dollar industry, you know, right now. So a lot of kids, just like we're sitting here talking, you're – your son is playing and he's not playing, you know, as much as you feel that he's playing for. So a lot of guys will go and start their own programs. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, you know, want to be protective, you know what I'm saying, uh, of their kids. And it, it's all a hustle to me. So, again, I like to create opportunities for those kids mm-hmm. to be on the world stage. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so when the opportunity permitted itself, I'm like, you know what, Carl – and I had Coach Carl Dedrick, you know, I'm like, oh, man, look, we got to put this team together with these kids. I called Glenn, you know, Blackwell, guys that I've been doing all my life, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, yo, we need to put this team <coughs> together, man, Team Michigan with these kids, you know. And we want to don't want to let Rocky's legacy die. Right. You right. know, Rock is 79, 80 years old, Alzheimer's, you know what I'm saying. But I'm like, look, man, we're going to keep your legacy alive because you open those floodgates exactly. you know, for us. But I, I ran into challenges just like you were talking about with recruiting kids, you know right. what I'm saying, and talking to the coaches. One of the things that I did a lot of times, like, look, hey, man, I ain't begging nobody to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't care what 12, 15 kids I got. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take them Facts. with me. I'm going to win or lose with Detroit kids. Right. Even I had uh, the teams in Ohio. It was like, hey, man, you putting the, putting the team together. I want my kids to come and play with you. Hey, no disrespect. But you know what? I'm going to win with my kids. Exactly. You know, because, again, we're trying to put Michigan back. And I was going to say, so my biggest thing, and for people who are out there listening, my biggest thing is nobody's asking to take your kids. Oh, no. But we, 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 I mean, I'm not not just saying Team Michigan. I'm I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Why isn't it, or how can we? So for people listening, how can we? I'm talking about coaches who coaching your kids. What is is it going to take for us to get the best kids on, on whatever age groups together in Michigan to play at that national on that national stage and compete because at the end of the day you just said when you came out we had 40 guys in the NBA yes, yes. right now no, or, or how school. about this or about 40 oh. guys going to big schools right yeah. so yeah. when we were, we were in the NBA it was either two or three guys from the city of Detroit. On every on team. Every, like, every yes. time that I yes. went to go play somebody, yes. I ran into one of my homeboys. Yes. Like, what up, though? Yeah, right. what up, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. And every team. And I just I just wish that some people would just put t- put their egos to the side because we could do something special with the, with the kids that we have coming up in the next two, they, three they years. That it. 22, 23. You said Boy, it. that class. That was so funny. Woo. But you said I it right off the bat. Coach, uh, at the, I was just talking to a coach over at Depso for the PAL All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And we were just having a conversation because I was throwing out the, uh, 
the junior NBA Flyers, and we were just having that conversation we were talking about last year mm-hmm. about imagine if we had Imani Bates and Kareem. Ty Rogers, yeah, all those guys, all, yeah. all, all, all over the place on the same team, team. Mm-hmm. and play for the national champion or for the the world championship yes. because the one team that represented the Midwest regions they went down there and they won what. One, one game. game. One, one game. One game. Right. And that's We're, no disrespect. Right. We're just it saying. Well, no, <laughs> okay. It's disrespectful. Okay. It is. Yeah. Because, again, go back and look at Team Michigan, Michigan AAU. Mm-hmm. Go back in the 80s mm-hmm. and the 90s and look at that. National right. champs. We, thank you. National champs. Thank yeah. you. And the Every last year. team to, in Michigan to win a national championship was. Elite, elite, the team, elite. and they were about right. they were like thir- 12 or thirteen. Yeah. So that's the last that's team. So right. when we talk about oh, we keeping our kids and we doing this, or they can't go play here. Well, what are we doing? Because we not winning those national games. Well, we not or winning getting the national to them. games. We going to a lot of tournaments just to go play. One thing that I hate about AAU basketball is that no, you about to answer my other question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't you don't get a chance to to dissect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like. You going from game to game. As soon as the game over, what you doing? Picking your bag up, running, to going another. to another game. So me as a coach, how can I not be like, okay, guys, these are my mistakes. These are what we did right. This is what we did wrong. This is what we need to adjust to, you know. But I'm going to play another game. It was so crazy, and y'all know this. Every uh, Friday, them kids was leaving to go play AAU <laughs> basketball from Team Michigan. Yep, right. and every right? Friday So, week. yeah, I'm sitting there because, again, I don't care. Like, if I was really being a selfish person – well, I'll make it worth your while for you not to go play on these AAU teams. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? But, no, that ain't me. Y'all got money. Where y'all going this weekend? Yeah. Coach, we going to um, uh, Wisconsin. You know what I'm saying? We going to Ohio. You got money? No, I ain't got no money. Huh. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Split that money with your other teammate, man. Yep, yep. Every Monday when they come in the gym to practice, y'all win. Nah, coach. Y'all win. Nah, coach. <laughs> y'all win. We lost by two, coach. Y'all win. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. my thing is – I have a big thing with AAU right now. Now, when I first, when we first started, mm-hmm. I remember when they uh, they came to me and said they wanted a chance to play AAU, and I'm like, no. And the reason I said no is because they travel, mm-hmm. and I knew I couldn't afford to go, and right. I wasn't gonna send my son without me. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I'm like, no, he gonna stay where he is. If you guys play local, then maybe he can play. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool or whatever. But he not gonna travel. Mm-hmm. So they like, okay, well that's cool, that's cool. All right, cool. So. I remember the very first time walking into a practice, <laughs> and the coach didn't know, the owner didn't know who I was, and mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. Right. So we're talking. Once he found out who I was, he come over there, and he talking, blah, 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 blah. I asked him a couple questions first before he knew who I was and mm-hmm. who, who parent I was. And um, he was like, um, well, we don't teach over here. They got to already know how to play and blah, 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 blah. Chauncey was in f- Probably That's fourth grade. No, so the no, time, we had to be third because we, yeah, we third all played the game. Okay, well, third, third grade. grade. And wow. at the time, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm new to this, so I'm oh, not wow. really knowing. Then the next couple questions was, well, what's, who's your son and what's his name and who he play with? Mm. And when I said who he played with, he like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we need him. Because he knew that he came from a coach who had taught him how to play. Right. But I, did, I still, it didn't click to me that 
you know what mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. So my thing is now you told me at three at third grade, mm-hmm. a third grader is right. eight years old. Right. He don't know how to play the game right. for real. You have to teach him how to play. And that's eight the part for him. missing the basic yeah. fundamental skills well, of basketball. So but he minimize the yeah. stresses yeah. But, and the kids' frustrations. Right, but for Shit. him to say out of his mouth, <laughs> we don't teach <laughs> yeah. how to play. You have to already know. So you can't mm, come. To, you can't come oh. to me now in Chauncey's in the ninth grade and say we want Chauncey to play on our team. But no, I have no. A, I'm. Go ahead, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> you the same person that told me you weren't gonna teach him nothing. So how yes. can I really believe that yes. you're for my son? So yeah. my point is this: What is your qualifications? What is whose? His. Yeah, So that's that's where we're failing our kids. Right. At. So yeah. I'm sitting in St. Cecilia watching kids play. I just happen to look to my uh, right. <laughs> Big sign up here. Uh, Shooting coach specialist, oh, yeah. you know, da, 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 da. <laughs> call, call such and such. That's right now. That's right now in there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me being Derek Coleman. Yeah. Okay. Amen. I whip my phone out. <laughs> call the number. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Tell me what makes you a special shooting coach <laughs> you specialize what makes you a shooting coach what are your credentials what is your qualifications mm-hmm. who is this this is Derek Coleman mm. Derek Coleman yeah the Derek Coleman the, yeah the real yeah. Derek Coleman the Derek Coleman oh my god so he goes into a whole story about me no I ain't call you for that tell mm-hmm. me what your credentials answer are answer the question exactly watching videos I said man where you went to school at he couldn't even tell me where he went to school mm. at. Mm. So, again, what you parents have to realize also is right. that mm-hmm. everybody going to give y'all the song and dance Amen. about y'all kids. Yes. Right. But start asking them, okay, well, where did you go to school at? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's where, the same thing rings true at? for yeah. our middle schools and even elementary schools. Mm. And I, we call them our feeder schools. I'm in right. high school, and I see it every day. And it is frustrating. People don't understand when I say people and administrators. Don't understand that, number one, the power Mm-hmm. And the knowledge that a lot of the coaches have, but mm-hmm. also on the opposite end, a lot of lack of knowledge yes. that a lot of coaches have. Okay, just because you're in the building, okay, I'm going to let you coach the kids. Exactly. And then the mm-hmm. kids run around, the practice is chaotic, and it's yeah. frustrating. Yes. So back then, because mm-hmm. it was a long time ago, um, at Wayne State, when I was working on my first master's, we had this program called VAC, mm-hmm. Volunteers, Administrators, and Coaches. Ron Simka, I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. Right. I'm going to look you up, Ron. Yeah, look you because up. we used to do. Training for if you were a coach at PAL, mm-hmm. I want to say PAL, maybe some AU coaches, you could not participate mm-hmm. or even coach in right. no youth oriented programs was like that. unless you participated cap, in our it training. Called, it was called CAP for DPS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could not they coach cap, if you didn't go yeah. to CAP. So yeah. even with that being said, <laughs> we were funded by the Skillman Foundation. Mm-hmm. We made sure that every coach that stepped on the field, a court, or anything, you had to have training. Right. It wasn't just about the sport. It's about the relationship that you would yeah. have yes. with, with these kids yeah. from the psychological aspect, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and lesson age. All mm-hmm. of these things took place because everyone here in this room, and maybe some that listening, yes. know that you can damage a kid. Some kids mm-hmm. can't come back from a lot of the things that they are put up against from right. mental aspect of it. Yeah. And they just say, fuck I ain't playing no more. Yes. Right. I'm done. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. But that's the part that disappoint, disappointed to me. And that goes back to him with the symposium that sure. you went to why yeah. kids don't play sports anymore. Yeah. 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 So, so, again, it's, it's so much, you know, and 
we're not holding people accountable for their actions right. yeah. when you're dealing with our kids. So I, I say it all the time, you know, hey, man, DPS, y'all failed our kids True. because you're not putting those stipulations in place that you're just talking about. Right. Hey, hats off to any man or woman that spend time with somebody else's kids. kids. How about yeah. that? I appreciate I want my that. Gas money just you know stays on the seats with the kids. Yeah. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. Sure. But, but also yeah. you have to take time out to learn and educate your, your sure. yourself. And yes. again, Absolutely. it's bigger than the sport. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. It's Even bigger than I basketball. sit there I sit there in, in in the summer league, you know, and I watch coaches. I never forget uh um Ken Flowers. I'm sitting in the stands and I'm watching him. Hey, Ken. You hey, know, Ken. My, my man. Yes. Love him to death. And he'll, he'll tell you after one of the games, you know, he was looking bummy. You know what I'm saying? And after the game, I said, yo, come here, man. Let me tell you something. He said, what's up? I said, either you're going to wear a sweatsuit to the game like your kids, you know, got on over there on the sideline, you know, or you're going to wear a button-up, you know, a uh, uh, little golf shirt or whatever. Hey, you but, yeah. the game. I said, man, don't come in here looking like that no more. I said, because you don't know who's sitting in them stands watching you, bro. All the time. You know right. what I'm saying? He's like, 100D. Right. Yeah. So, again, proper etiquette, period. Not yeah. even before the game of basketball. Yeah, sure. I ain't talking X's and O's and right. none of that. I'm just talking about we proper etiquette and even dealing the with game. the kids. Woo. Oh, it's, it's game. We got it. Y'all got me here doing this interview. <laughs> Cash is up too with eight seconds left. We go in the game. <laughs> Thank God for DVR. I got. I, I got to say that you DVR. Yes, yes, I DVR the crap out of that game. Yeah, so so I have a, uh, go oh, ahead. Boy, I got a question for you, D. So it's it's, it's a lot, but so I remember <laughs> dissect the it's question. It's so funny, but I remember LB used to come home all the time and talk about the Coleman. Family. Wait, tell everybody who LB is. is. Leonard, oh, legendary Leonard Bush, baby. Yeah, so he used to come home and he used to talk about how family oriented y'all was all the time. Oh, like yeah. he, you know, it was yeah. huge, you know. Mm-hmm. And our family is oriented too, but he used to, it was just so much about oh, and they cook, yeah. like you know, just really <laughs> stuff. they cook, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, so. I knew th- I knew of you through him. Like yes. I knew, so when I heard you or saw you, it was like, okay, that's who it is. Mm-hmm. But I remember a point in my time. I think I was probably in high school, right out of high school. So it was like ninety five ish, ninety six ish. I started hearing horror stories about you, people. You know, just people. Right. Um, yeah. you in public and 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 being disrespectful or being not even. It might not have been disrespectful. It might right. have just been you you being um, from Detroit. Yeah. Being yeah. who you are. Yeah. 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 So at what point? Because I've never saw that part of you. Like the part, the part that I know of you is totally different. Like I wouldn't right. believe those stories. Right. But I hear believe some of So that's the thing. I, I, somebody was like, "No, that was true." So at what point in your life? What happened? What made you realize change was needed? As and what age were you? As far as what would you say change that. was needed? <laughs> um. I guess maybe still doing those shenanigans. Yeah, well, <laughs> or when you recognize that you were somebody's mentor, like somebody, somebody was watching. Oh, you. somebody was watching. Yeah. Me. yeah. Oh, and it, wow. and it, and it oh. really mattered to you. To it you. All, it, it, when it clicked, yeah, when did it yeah. click? It always clicked, you know, with okay. me. But my personality is so overwhelming, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. that, and in some of those situations, I wish you had somebody gave you a question and wanted to ask me about it, but. I, I do know one. I have well, one. Go ahead. So I, have one. I got one too. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know if you yeah. were at Mitch's or wild, TV. Wild. Maybe you were at TV Lounge. I don't know if it's TV or Mitch's, but you were there, and I don't know what happened, but you were eating peanuts and you was 
spitting them out on the floor? No, never. No, okay. I knew the only was a Mitch Bar. I mean, I hung out there all the, all the time. I would, I never okay. done that before. All right, well, that was yeah. a lie. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, a lie. Yeah, that was a lie. Yeah, so those are my, my people. Heard. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. No, that's what yeah. I heard. And I'm okay. like, what? And they were like, yeah, yeah nah. he was spitting them out. So for never. me, okay, I remember he was playing for the Sixers. Right now, this ain't nothing crazy, but this is like who he is. <laughs> he playing for the Sixers. I know Stackhouse, DC in the house. We at the club. We get in the into the limo, and he like get him out of here. We, you know, he wild. He like, when I say wild, he just loud and tell everybody get your butt out of here. You ain't with us. Get your young come with us. Right. And for me, and he was look. He in the club with some overalls on, right? <laughs> and I'm like, that's DC though. So that's I know that that part of DC. Right. I was young, but he was older than me. But for me, I think. My, me seeing you with the kids mm-hmm. is like, it's like wow. Yeah, but think, think about this though, kid. Yeah. I've always been with kids. No, you have. You know what I'm but saying? But I think when I was younger, I ain't probably think about that part yeah. as much because right. yeah. I ain't had my right. own kids. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So all I cared about was DC dunking on somebody, right. going to the club. We we yeah, Detroit. Yeah, we, we having fun. Yeah, right. but I the, mean, for me to. Uh, Rebuild Hutchins Playground in my yep, neighborhood. Yep. We did yes. camps and clinics. Over I played there, there that before. Was like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. So I've Who always game, been y'all? about, uh, you know, the next generation and doing that. Uh, but I'm always about enjoying myself and, and having fun. But a lot of times, you know, people take that, you know what I'm saying, the, mm-hmm. the wrong, the wrong right. way. Yes. You know, yes. for some, me and my, my friend Big Ben say all the time, every time I come, I say, man, look, we got 98 days or something. <laughs> Amen. So you know what? I'm going to enjoy Every day, 98 days. And I think that comes from people always putting their expectations on you. Right. You know, or any of us. Somebody Mm -hmm. always think you should be doing this. And what are they doing? Nothing. Exactly. 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 That's that's the truth. That's the truth. So don't don't believe spin peanuts. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, I, yeah. I could, I mean, a lot of stuff I hear and I'm like, no, no, I don't know that part of them. Can you tell this story? Because, okay, so first I want, it's a two part. What do you think about reclassification? Terrible. Okay, and then you told you always talk about how you started playing at twelve or thirteen, mm-hmm. and you always talk about how you played on JV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never forget I told my son the story. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, you know, because he played for JV for right. UAD, yeah. and you know, he was going back and forth because some of his friends are going to play or we're going to play varsity." Right. And I, I turned to him and I said, "Well, DC played JV for two years, and he was a lottery pick." And he went to his phone and he Googled. <laughs> oh, he didn't believe you. You sit right there. He, I think he believed me, but I think he wanted to, you know, see it for himself, which yeah. I agree. And for me, that was a great motivation to him to understand it don't matter where you start. No, it's how you're going to finish. Absolutely. And it's development, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what was the first part of the we question? Reclassification. Or reclassification. Woo! Cash is wow. in the so final four. You would do just with I showed the inbox him today, like, man, leaders lead. Don't leave no blanks in that gun. And he did it. Yeah, I mean, don't leave no bullets in that gun, man. I yeah. know that's right. Okay, My so reclassification just a so, little. So the thing that bothers me with reclassification is that, you know, a lot of times you catch kids that are more talented than kids growing up. But if you stay committed and working in that gym, you know, you're going to catch up. You know what I'm saying? With that. You just I'm, told me about the kid today. But I'm a prime example of that mm-hmm. myself. Right. You know, 
And regardless of you reclassifying the kid, the cream always going to rise to the top. You yes. always going to rise. You always going to catch up with kids just as good and better as you are. Mm-hmm. So I'm a perfect example of that. Like I was talking about basketball. I didn't play organized basketball until I was 13 years old when I came up here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I play all sports and I just keep, you know, kept continuing to grow, you know, as a kid. And when I was at Cooley, me, Joe Blankenship. Rufus uh, Morton, Curtis Kidd, uh, Paris McCurdy, right. hey, um, uh, Ramsey, mm-hmm. Keith Tucker. Mm. I mean, all of us was on the freshman team. At Cooley. And all of us left. Because. All of us left. And listen, they all left. And then Cooley still won 87, huh? 88, 89. So what was your reason? Well, I left because my, moved. Mom, my moved. mom moved. Jordan and went to Murray. Murray Wright. They went to Murray Wright. Yeah. 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 Paris stayed. Curtis no. stayed. No, Paris, Paris, Paris and Curtis Kurt. went to Benedictine. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, then they came back. Right. Got you. Okay. Right. Benedictine. Ramsey left. I don't know where Rams went to school. That Keith Tucker went to DePore. Wow. And Poochie went with Rufus Morgan. I just want to say Cooley was loaded because they still won three state championships straight after that. That's crazy. All of us left. Dang, yeah, that's yeah. that's like woo, yeah, legendary. That team, yeah, that, that team was crazy, man. But this but, one, I want to say, I'm speaking to the the girl side because I'm I'm right behind you. Yes, right. And I'm be honest with you, I tried to emulate. I I had no interest in basketball, and I think I shared this when I my little Jersey thing. And I always was wondering, like, dang, how can you know a girl play, still have fun, and just. But you have some. You got to have some some someone that you emulate your game after. Yes, Always. yes. I'm gonna give yeah. you credit because this ain't nothing he don't already know. But I'm just saying, like when you have guys like him and the guys that during that time you ha- they made basketball fun. Yes, right. And, and like you said, to look up playing, to. Yes, even for a girl playing, like what do the girls do like right now? I'm not I'm not right. minimizing the skill base or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying we had that. Yeah, we we had that. Yeah, because mine and was, was Jalen. Yeah, right. Yeah. We missing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're you know? missing. I think the biggest thing I can say is like back then, different players had so many different journeys sure. and had to go through so many different things. And when they spoke it, that was like yeah. motivation and our hero. Like I'm yeah. like yeah. literally Jalen was like my hero. Yeah. We don't have those kind of athletes no more. Well, that share I, like I, that. Let me. Well, let me, I'm glad you said, you said that because for me the biggest issue has always been. Everything's become so privatized, mm-hmm. yes. right? No matter where I played basketball, there from college all the way through the NBA. Every summer, I was in Saint Cecilia, yes, playing basketball. Yes, you know why? Because I'm getting my young fellows that's coming up behind the opportunity me, opportunity to watch, to see me, to play with me, to play against me, mm-hmm. to hang out with me. Yes, Jalen, Chris, all those guys, man, and stayed I, in my apartment. And I said, like I said, there. said again, <laughs> when they took mm-hmm. Glover away from the Saint. It died. It changed everything yeah. for Michigan basketball. People just yeah. don't know how crucial yeah. that moment was. But, when they put now, shout I out the glove, they put, right? Yeah. What, he, what he had there, they can't. They can't. Why well, did they come? Because, because of the, because of the of Glover, the relationship. That's why yeah. we came. You cut the relationship with him, right. and now guess what happens? The, everything dies. But everything. That's, that's not understanding grassroots basketball, though. Exactly. True. You know, that's the problem. So. We don't come back home and get a game up anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I grew up, hey, man, Roy Tarpley. Yes. Mm-hmm. Antoine yeah. Bear, Yeah. Kevin Willis. Mm-hmm. The Pistons. Rick Mahorn. Buddha Edwards. Them. Earl Kirchner. Isaiah. All those guys. Isaiah. Joe. So we grew up playing every weekend. 
we at the Belmont. Yep. Mm-hmm. Playing basketball. Yeah. Richard Relford. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Vernon Carr. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up playing against them guys, being in high school, getting my butt kicked, but also getting the opportunity to sit outside on the steps for two, three hours and just listen to these guys. Yes. Yeah. The stories, the life lessons. Yes. You know, learn that we don't get the opportunity to see anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So in turn, like I said, me and Steve have come home every summer. You know, we play whatever. After we play, we all go to eat. Like I say, Jalen, Chris, and them, uh, they Rashawn, little, right. they, they they're, my, they're my young fellas. Mm-hmm. Are y'all going out tonight, huh? And so we it's important. Money, you so you see how we can go yeah. back and we say we can call our names and we knew this. So now, didn't y'all know Brother Phil from yeah. Belmont? Yeah, yeah. Okay, wasn't yeah. he an uh, intricate part too back then? Yes, uh, yeah. boy. yes. Yeah. It was. It's and so now. many though, yeah. right? Yeah. So now I look at it like there they, we don't have that, right? Yeah. So what do I have to do to make sure my son still gets it? So mm-hmm. I'm constantly trying to fight and pull right, the yeah. uh, we going over here and right, we're going to talk yeah. to them we going over mm-hmm. here right. forget aau we going to this camp right. and we're going to get with these coaches yeah we have to unfortunately manually take our kids now because it's not here which yeah. is sad it is. but it's I, I'm, it is. I mean, I'm just giving out at this things that parents can do to mm-hmm. still get these different kind of connections to give right. your kids these yeah. motivations the knowledge to, you're not the knowledge exactly yeah. the one because i mean for me you watch some of these athletes on TV, and nobody want to be like them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like you see, Summer League, they it's going team on. jumping. You got <laughs> Buddy, Buddy. All the guys from Detroit, you know, they're coming there. You know, you, it's nothing for you to walk in the Summer League, and you got Grant Long and Lindsey Hunter and all these pro guys, and Maceo Bass and Jimmy King. You know, even with Cassius come home, you know, to, to watch the kids play. I said, yes, you know he how does. big that is, though? Yes, right. he does. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, man, when you ever you get the opportunity to share knowledge with those kids, you know, you do that. Right. Because they look up to you. Mm-hmm. You know how many kids sit here now? You going something. to the Final Four? Mm-hmm. Cassius exactly. Winston? Exactly. That's everything. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. everything for us. Yes, yeah. it you know is. You represent us, bro, exactly. at all levels. You and, know? I, and I think that's why we were talking about this two weeks ago, state championship. I think that's why it's important that and Monty Bates stay here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important because he gives these kids a different type of motivation, right. regardless of grownups who are jealous or right. envious. Mm-hmm. For yeah. me, he 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 allows the guys that's younger than him or his age to they say to they can they this. can do this. Yeah, can do this. Be done. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. He's important to our next four years oh, and no the future of basketball in Michigan. Yeah. Right. You know, no right. matter if he win all four state titles all his years or not. He's important. Yeah, he's very yeah, important. Very important. Okay. DC, so um, what are some words that you can give to our young athletes who's seeking to one day be in your shoes? What's, some, <laughs> what's important? Which what, shoes? The party shoes or the hug? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm messing with you. you. Know, All defending these 17s. I know girl. that's right. Them a different kind of fit, baby. They they be stopping thirteens. Right. I mean, you know, for me, for me, yeah, I was thirteen wearing the thirteen. Right. You know, so it for it's always goes back to work ethic. Yes. The bottom line, you know, everything that you know we do in life is is for us to be successful. We have to work at it. And I think a lot of kids look at that as, as you know, it's being given, you yep. know, to them. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it's earned. Basketball and sports in general is a privilege. Yep, absolutely. And I tell kids that. And then Carl uh, tell you that we, even his kids over at Jordan R. King, and they just won the middle school championship. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. So I go over there and mentor those kids all the time, and you know, and 
I'm telling them, hey, man, look, this shit bigger than basketball. So if you disrespecting your teacher mm-hmm. in right. the, and they tell the coach. Mm-hmm. Holding them accountable. Sit, sit his ass down, man. Yes. Down. You won't play. Not long as I'm sitting here, you won't play. I know that's right. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, coach, I mean, no, man. Sit down, man. Because it's bigger than that. It is. You know? So I have a follow-up question yes, about ma'am. that. So, so it's hard because, you know, all of our kids aspire to go to the NBA. Yes. And so how do you, how do we start, I guess, having – well, I know all of us have started having those conversations, but – how do we show them careers beyond the M- or not even yeah. beyond the NBA because there's right. obviously co- career opportunities in the NBA. Mm-hmm. How do we have those conversations and what does that look like for us? How do we, as parents, yes. you know, show them other right. what career we doing, look, op- opportunities? What, what we doing right now? Right. right. I can bring them kids in here and let them see this podcast because mm-hmm. nothing bothers me more again is when they throw that camera in our kids' face. Yes. I'm and they don't know how to speak. Yes. That bothers me we all practice. the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. We practice. Right. And I run it back and say, now listen mm-hmm. to what you say. So we have to, and again, it's, again, yes. it's a practice. Everybody got a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Ask them two questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And then have them repeat it back. Mm-hmm. Ask the same questions as if they are being interviewed. Right. By yeah. And kudos, yeah. kudos to Tony Harrison, Boxing yeah. Gym, because I promise you, I walk in there and they going back and forth practicing with their yeah. kids while they well, work out. Well, again, and that's just something you don't see coaches do. Yeah. It's, just, it's exposure, baby. You can't mm-hmm. get mad. Never get mad at a kid. If he hasn't been exposed to it. Sure. Like, I found myself going to a lot of games and watching the games play, and I found myself hollering at the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, Derek, hold up. Man, that's his fault. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, he ain't telling him, you know, what to do. Right. Yeah. You know? I'm going to tell you something funny. So, I went to see, trying to see the day, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, a little A-Dub was st- sitting in front of us. Mm-hmm. But they, they playing, and every play, I was talking it through. And then he turned around. He's like, dang, you just know the plays before they happen. To me, that's a reflection of a coach. And that's what these coaches don't have. No. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's coaches who then see 85 things happen. Don't know don't which know connect with, with. Yeah. But again, you know? again, I take my hats off to any woman or man that spent time with somebody else's kid. Yeah. But you I agree. Educate yourself. It's self, in the, self in the education. Sport. Got to be. Or if not, you got to go. Yes. I'm sorry. And that's, I like you just said, I do think that you are a heck of a person to spend time with somebody yes. else's kids. But you yeah. can't be the coach or the person who think you know everything. Yeah. If you're not willing to go get this learning, every, the same way you teaching your kids. Because this is what I believe. My kids teach me more than I teach them. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but you don't have a problem listening. That's no, what the I, right. important part is. And, yeah. But th- for, well, for, our, for the purpose of our podcast and yeah. coaches who are listening. Yeah. If you're not going out, going to classes, going to clinics, going to practices, right, going to right, different people, yeah. get, and you don't have two, three, four mentors to teach, yes. then you're doing a disservice to the kids that you Thank are you. teaching. Exactly. Yes. True. Yeah. I spent more time with this guy. Yeah. Shit, probably more I spent with my wife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shoot. You got him in trouble. And he had this podcast. <laughs> right. And he had <laughs> but the thing about it is I love that because he's a seeker of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and mm-hmm. I have so many of my friends that call me and invite me. You know, Bo Neely down at, at, at Depsa. You know, he, Steve Hall at Cass or Floatham. They always call me and invite me to come and speak to their kids. Even uh, G Ward. You know, you know what I'm saying? But with Carl, it's like every day. You know, he's <laughs> like, "Yo, we yeah. practicing. Can you come over here? You know, and take us through this. You know, show show these kids. You know, mm-hmm. this or that or whatever have you." And I'm like. 
okay but because you want to get better at what you're doing yes you know and sometimes i go and i see what he's doing i'm like hey yo man that ain't it you know mm-hmm. but he doesn't have an ego where he's like no nah, i'm gonna run it this way you know exactly. saying? anyway he's exactly. like nah okay well, well how should i run it yeah you know and we work on that so again you have to be able to really seek knowledge mm-hmm. yes. and no matter what and hey I don't know at all. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I don't know too many that know more about it than I do. Right. You know, and then played it at the level that I played it at. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And I always worry about that complacency because if the coach is complacent, yes. the kids going to be, be complacent. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Yeah. That's what, what, what did Michigan State just do? They won. They won. And guess, won. And guess what? Two weeks ago, so, they were saying what? Yeah. Their coach was too hard on Thank you. Please. I got one more thing before we close because I think we have like eight, nine minutes. But just to be clear. Yes. Then we're going to bring it back in. So having um, this about our our kids and Mm -hmm. our athletes, teaching our athletes to have a voice and to self-advocate. It's not just about sports. This is a prime example. Every day I tell the kid, if you're having a problem with a teacher, you know, we got to coach them through it. We Mm got to model it. So Mm -hmm. I say, listen, we're going to have this conversation. Act like I'm the teacher Mm -hmm. and you want to inquire about your grade. A lot of times kids don't understand or teachers automatically mm-hmm. assume I have to say, listen, teachers make mistakes because they're human as well. Exactly. Right. Approaches everything and always ask, listen, can I talk to you? And when is a good time? Yes. And let them answer that question right. back. Yeah. Yes. Teaching our kids to self-advocate, monitor themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we can correct mm-hmm. in a constructive manner so they can be better. But self-advocating, can you speak to that? And having a voice because a lot of times we don't listen to our kids yes. or to our student-athletes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're constantly pointing. Yeah. Yeah. Directing, yeah. Mm-hmm. teaching, and don't yeah. even allow them the opportunity to and give them the chance, right? Yeah. Give them the chance to speak for to themselves. Speak to, yeah, so, no, that, that's that's one of the major things. But how do you bring that out? Sure, in our kids, right? Modeling. Because again, they've been you know shelter or talk down mm-hmm. for so long, and a lot of kids have that in them, and they're scared, you know, to yeah. release it. So yeah. it goes back to really, I would say, how much you're involved and engaged in those kids doing their whole structure. You know what I'm saying? Because right. one time is not going to get it. Right. Five times is not going to get it. Right. It's like I was telling you with the summer league. Okay, I got eight weeks. Eight weeks, I'm going to know every kid that walks in and out of this gym. Sure. But for the first day, I might meet one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just building. Then I'm breaking down barriers. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. every time that I right. see them, it's just subliminal messages I'm giving them all the time. Hey, man, you get something to eat today? And I'm going to keep walking. Yeah. You know? And I think that one thing people miss about being with kids is that you have to be a good observer. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. You have to observe yeah, and listen yeah. all the time. Yeah. And you will be really good with these and kids. And what Sonya right. said, though, you know. Kids will tell you anything. Yes, but you have to build that trust. You got to build a relationship. <laughs> in. They'll tell you anything, whether you want to hear it or not. Right. I just said right. that. Yeah. Hey, the boy, boy, that's what we talking about. Like, oh, oh, shit. Did they just my, say that? Mama, yeah. how, to, mama, how he know that? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's what it is, man. But again, we're here to do our part. Yeah. You know, uh, I applaud you ladies, you know, with the podcast. I think it's great that you guys even got together and really came up with the concept to make it happen. Thank you. And we all struggle, you know, in life and we all need help. Yes. Yes. And regardless of what we do in life, somebody help us get to that next level. Absolutely. So with y'all taking this charge and and doing this, but also expose your kids to it. Yes. Bring them in here. Yes. Because Robert asks all the time, like, Mama, when you let me come on the podcast, I I said, we got a a special session. It's going to happen. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah, we, we have so much planned right. for this. Yeah. And every time we talk to somebody who comes on, they give yeah. us, you know, more. But what it's going to do is, again, it's going to break our kids' shyness. Yes. Sure. You know, yes. just like in sports, I know kids that I can talk to, and I'm just going to get the head nod. Yes, <laughs> yes. You right. know, I know kids that's going to be right. excuse mm-hmm. me, vocal. You know, even with, with with Chauncey, you know what I'm saying? We playing, you know, at, at Team Michigan, and he keeps looking over there at me. <laughs> what the hell are you looking at me for? It's going to say that. Right. Huh? Look over here again. You're going to be sitting next yep, to me. I remember that. You know what I'm saying? Don't you see what's going on out there? Exactly. Right. But again, okay, you forcing them to make decisions on for themselves. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here to correct you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know we should have ran or did that, but I'm forcing you. Hey, man, what we running? Call right. the play out. Right. Don't look over here at me. Exactly. When you look over me at me, you're going to be sitting down again. <laughs> exactly. If you yeah. run the show, run the show. Right. Yeah. No, but to run right. the show, you got to be vocal. Right. Look at, look at cash And have knowledge. Yeah, look yeah. at Cassius. <laughs> and trust people. <laughs> got to trust. No. Right. Got to trust. Let, let me let me give you this this um, junior NBA let, before we get off this mic. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> so... You know, again, started junior NBA, you know, last year, inaugural season for us. Mind you, we only had five weeks, really. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. But we go all the way to the final four (laughs) in the the junior NBA. So my biggest thing, I had been talking to them two, three months before that leading up to it. And I say, look, here, what I don't want to do, I don't want to play against my homeboys. Mm -hmm. I say, out of each state, you guys should have one team that represents that state. Right. You know, yeah, Derek, you know, we're working on it, but we're behind. It's our inaugural season. We're just trying to get it going. Okay, great. We get to the junior NBA. (laughs) We had seven, eight teams there just from Michigan alone. Right. So, me being – Register past the deadline. Well, I mean, that's a whole (laughs) – I'm not not even going to go there. Again, again, again. We ain't Adults always fuck it up for kids. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm not going to blame the babies because, you know, we had a couple of them on our team. But, again, if I wanted to be the person that I can really be, oh, I'm going to make it good for you. You ain't got to go back and play with them. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, go have a great time, Sonny. So when I get there, I see Sonny. Sonny drops his head. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even look me in my face. Mm-hmm. I walk right up to him. I hug him. Like, what you got your head down for, son? Right. Yep. Hey, coach, how you doing? No, how you doing? Exactly. You all right? You good? Hey, man, I'm rooting for you today. I want you to go out there and play your heart out. Yep. You know, because you got adults making those decisions. Right. For, for those kids. kids. Yeah. Never blame the babies. Fact. Yeah. For anything. And, and on the opposite side, I found out about a coach who wasn't speaking to his old kid. Because he played with another team that his mother then made him stay loyal to because he gave his word. And I went back and said to the coach, because he was younger, yeah. hey, listen, that's the kid. That wasn't had his choice. It, it yeah. had nothing to do with the kid. I respect you. If you want to be a good coach in this, you don't never put the right. kids in it. Yeah. And that yeah. coach went back and, and apologized to that kid and started back talking. So it's both yeah, ways, it's both you know. Ways. Um, yeah. When you for kids, you just for kids. For kids. Yes. No matter where they at, right. who they play exactly. for, or yeah. whatever. Even though it was good that you did, and start he, over. He, he listen to you. I said it was kind of sad. It's sad that you had to tell another adult that. No, but he he's did. he's younger but though. He was he's I mean, a young he's coach. A coach. No, he's a yeah, yeah. But he's, still he's a, a coach. Yeah, so, but I think younger what, coaches. What DC said going back to a lot of these people that's coaches. These are mm-hmm. um, coaches that shouldn't yeah. right. be. Right. right. The training to mm-hmm. be. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you will. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes that that those we different got two minutes. those different situations. Yeah. It goes back to that you don't want to really. You don't know what to do because you you, you well, again, 
ego. No, yeah. but they talked about it though. Ego. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me finish. First right? of all, oh, go ahead. so this year, Junior NBA coming back, all right? So mm-hmm. me again, I go to the uh, family's practice. I said, look at Speedy, man. Let me sit and have a conversation with you because I don't want to go and compete against Michigan kids again. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, we didn't take the best kids. And yeah, you won the regionals, but we got to the budget call and we lost. You know, we didn't win a game. You know, so I'm having this conversation with him, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, well, why don't you just come over and coach the family kids, you know, and be the ambassador for the family. <laughs> and um, you can That's coach the fine. junior NBA kids. And I said, first and foremost, bro, I didn't play for the family. <laughs> okay. And without Team Michigan, there is no family. There's no AAU program in the state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Team Michigan was first. Right. Yes. But again, egos. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to still put Team Michigan together. We're going to still go and compete and right. play. But when you can't get guys to understand a bigger vision, mm-hmm. then you know what? They stuck. Right. So I leave them sleep. Right. Well, I want to say one thing before we leave, DC, and that's um, thanks for truly being for the kids. Because there's so right. many people out here that's, that's messing over our kids. Yeah. And, you know, we can say what we want, but that's what they're, they're, they're messing over exactly. our children. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. So. But, right. you know, it's up to us to, you know, to change it. And, you know. I got something for y'all. I know me and Keita was talking about <laughs> it, but, you know, I'm trying to get her to come and coach the Team Michigan girls this year. You know? <laughs> what I tell you? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm asking for her. Michigan she going to do it. Then I, then I tell you Because, again, we need to be able to expose our young ladies True. just like we expose our men. Yes. yes. So yes. we need yes. Team Michigan girls, Team Michigan boys, <laughs> and we go <laughs> and, and compete. So yeah. I just start, I keep hearing this little up. girl named. Uh, pewter, p- p- pooter, pooter, pooter. So if you out there, pooter, we looking for you. <laughs> uh, they know. Trust the boys know how to get in touch with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, April fourteenth, right here it is. Team Michigan, April fourteenth, Renaissance High School tryouts yes. time. I didn't put the time. You know what time? I was going from uh, ten to four. Ten to four. Yeah. Ten to four. Ten to four. Man. Ten a.m. Yeah. to four p.m. Is it boys and girls? I mean, if Keita gonna come and coach no, these girls, girls. 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 Right now, girls. And girls, boys and girls, I'm telling you, it's okay. boys and girls. She told me today, like I'm, I spoke for you, I answered I for them. you. But we I need that. We no, need, we do. We need representation with our young women because you know a lot of guys are calling me and ask me about doing it, and I'm like, you know what? No, I need a woman in that position. Yeah, because but I appreciate even with me the thought. Being a man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still can't teach a woman. Everything, yeah. you right? Know what I'm saying so. Y'all need to be in that position because again, it's bigger than the basketball. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about proper etiquette? Exactly. Right? What about yeah. how teaching to them how, how to be a lady yeah, and still play ball? How to be a lady and still yeah. play ball? Yeah. It's my you big know? thing. I was like, wow. oh my god, like what do I do? <laughs> Y'all see me? I was like, how can I still be a girl? I was putting on. No, I'm listen. I was yeah. lipstick, eye right. mascara, oh, and babe. I took that on. I, but listen, oh, natural. We got natural right beauty, but, but I'm saying no. I was trying to. I know. I was trying to fit in. Yes, I was like. I just didn't on, want man. that. It is, I'm, you know. We talk. Okay, exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. my right. grandmama used to tell me that all the time. Boy, straighten up. Exactly. Yes. Be proud of your height. Yes. But as a kid, you know, you, you don't know you, no you better. Fit in with exactly. that. That's what I'm saying. I didn't have nobody. It was just me wanting to just still be okay. Yeah. Exactly. If I can say that. Exactly. But yeah, so, before nothing else, because we got it, we do have a- to wrap up. Yes. So April sixth, April sixth, April sixth, yes. Saturday, next Saturday. Yes, we have our meet and greet uh, through the nets. Meet and greet. It's bigger than basketball. Come meet yes. the ladies. Of Come meet the us. Nets. So y'all yes. stole and my slogan. Yeah, I guess. Say something a long time ago. Right, right. 
It's through the net. Did you say we said through the net? Through the net. You get a call from my lawyer. Cease and desist. We found that first. Family first. We the village. We the village. We the village. So through the net. So it's from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Saturday night. Midnight. Yeah. $10 donation or higher if you have it. We have awesome sponsors so far. Awesome vendors. It's a networking event. Right. It's gonna be very nice. And we are also doing a 30 to 45 minute Q&A with yeah. ladies up through the net. Bring your questions. Be, yes. Bring your suggestions. We would be greatly yes. appreciated. Tell so us what yeah. you think about the show. And Love this it. is the finale, and the hey, grand you know, finale. Cash, you know, cash is them one. I'm satisfied. Y'all had a problem Duke with the one. I believe we will. AP said, tell you, go green. Tell, hey. him, tell him, go green, go white, go home. And that's our... What's that? No, we got to do our sponsors. Well... Well, we, we no. have so many. You no, no, do? no. We still keeping it. Right. Okay, so House of Lemonade. Yes. Horatio Williams. Uh, oh, Enjoy, Enjoy Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> yes. Um, and we have so many more. TP Studios. TP, um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mogul Focus. E. Mogul Focus. What it's too many. No, that's. the door for you. Uh, we. Yeah. Well, this is our new engineer for today. Oh, right. Jason, yeah, Jason's yeah. not here because he's so doing corner, a big thing. But thank podcast. you. Right. Yeah. Talk, talk, talk shop. Top shop podcast. podcast. Yeah. But thank you all for listening yes, to thank our you for coming finale. In with and appreciate you, you. Two weeks, you got season two. Right. AAU season, baby. Oh. See you April 6th, <laughs> 8 to midnight. <laughs> Woo! Come support us. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, my.